1: Now, here's your Auto Talk host, Brian Bowersock.
2: Alright, folks. Welcome to Auto Talk Radio. I'm your host, Brian Bowersock, and in the house and me is my co-host, Mr. Kevin Bowersock. What's you doing over there?
3: I'm just over here waking up. Good morning.
2: Good morning. Happy Saturday, as we do say. Right?
3: Oh, it's a glorious
2: morning, too. It's a glorious morning as we are live here on Auto Talk Radio. So, hey, folks, give us a call, 1-888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. Anything automotive-related, we're happy, happy, happy to talk to you about. So, uh, what are we discussing today? Oh, alignments and how important they are to your vehicle. How important are alignments to your vehicle? Uh, They're they're very important on on a lot of different directions. That's right. Well, I mean... (laughs) Alignment and direction. I see what you did there.
3: (laughs) Well, not only can we be spending money on worn-out parts, because, I mean, if the alignment's off, it's going to wear tires. Mm. And if it's wearing tires, it's all going to cost me money. So we have different points of
2: how we're going to spend money here. Not to mention the car drives terrible.
3: (laughs) That, too. I mean, because there's handling for the safety reason, and then, you know...
2: Worn out and cup tires are not fun to drive with, and you know. cost
3: me a lot of money, <laughs> and can be very dangerous if that peels. And you know, from...
2: man, how fast can a worn out tire, a, 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 worn, a worn alignment t- destroy a good new tire? Is what a I trip around the block almost close, huh?
3: If, you know, seriously, you can see the wear on a tire if if it's out too much, and you just go around a block, you can you could see the wear on the rubber.
2: Oh yeah, where so, it starts to scuff it off, yeah, or yeah. drag it off, or just tear it up. So, yes, uh you can and it's not a not 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 a nice thing at all. Um yeah, so we're talking about alignments today and anything else uh, automotive related obviously. 18883441170, that's 8883441170. Uh if you want to jump on the line with us here and talk about something automotive related, we are here to help, aren't we? For sure. So, all good. Well, you know what? And there's Mr. Bruce, so let's uh whoop. man i tell you what this thing sometimes
1: you gotta click on the a
2: i'm trying it's not allowing me again it's angry. i'll just put it on here thanks go. <laughs> good morning bruce
1: yeah
4: uh, thanks for taking the call huh you're a t- technology that's run amok a <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, uh, question about electric cars uh, i've noticed uh Uh, like Teslas and some of the others, I I Mm -hmm. hear them, they're sitting, uh, and they've started them up, but they haven't even moved, and I hear this high-pitched whine, and I was wondering if you could do a little bit of explanation on uh, uh, electric vehicles uh, with respect to even uh, some of those that have motors Mm -hmm. at each wheel, and others have single motors. Do they have a a flywheel uh, in them, and could that be what I'm hearing? And are there, like, clutches? I understand that uh, they have full torque at at, uh, DC, Mm -hmm. Uh, um, and they develop all their torque instantaneously, so you can't see a need for a flywheel there. Nope. uh, Could could you explain what's going on?
2: Well, so there's a big difference between a, a hybrid, which runs a gas or or some are diesel motor and 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 then uh, uh, electrical system also you know as far as that so hybrids are half and half right so they do have transmissions and flywheels and all those things hybrids do uh, when you talk about a full electric vehicle um, no they don't and and really what they do is they're having a uh, um, uh, electrical uh, uh, motor as far as that goes. Uh, um, uh, and it, it's it's a motor. I mean, it's an electrical motor as well, far as it goes. So the
3: electric cars. It depends on how the engineer wanted to design it. Some mm-hmm. of them want to put a motor at every wheel. Some of them want to run want to run just one engine. Correct. I've seen them do it all different types, depending on the engineers. You know, personality. I guess. How you well, that. It,
2: depending on what they feel is is the best to make up for that vehicle. Um, but they those cars don't have if it's full electric vehicle. They don't have a flywheel. No.
4: Okay. So and uh, they. When they're coasting or braking, they're recharging the batteries. Yes. But uh, it's not a flywheel doing that. It's just the uh, the wheels themselves that are out. Correct. That
2: that, abso- absolutely. So, for sure. Um, and there, there's just no... Uh, and, and the reason they have... And torque at all... Electric motor has the same torque from start to finish, wherever it's at, you know. how. how so, on its power output. which, yeah, which
4: that's, that's how they're achieving that zero to 60 and, 60 like two to three seconds
2: (laughs) and yeah and if you've ridden in one a full electric vehicle ever um yes the you're right without question it'll it'll put you back in your seat if you stomp on her
4: (laughs) but you're not going to get that kind of mileage that they they claim if you do that very often
2: yeah if you yeah yeah if you drive like but i will tell you this we've come a darn long way from the uh ev1 remember the ev1 that uh a gm had back in the this was probably what in 92 yeah yeah or yep. not in the 90s as a matter
4: uh, of fact your old uh, stomping grounds kfmb had one and they, it was on loan to them they had it a full
2: month uh-huh uh-huh ugly. yeah it was ugly <laughs> well and back then uh actually so dave stall worked for me back then and he he does the the sh- uh motorsports show here on uh on uh, on uh, Sundays and also the gun show here on Sundays and uh he had one and and he we were messing around with it it took it out drive but if you stomp on that thing you could actually watch the battery charge drop wow. re- really quickly on it versus today I mean <laughs>
3: you know what it reminded me of the old four barrel well, carburetors when you could watch the fuel gauge game start <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Exactly so but but the t- battery technology is so far advanced now, and that's why you know that uh, th- doing that doesn't drain them right away. But it does still drain the battery more rapidly than it would if you drive it you know normally.
4: Well, let me ask you: Have you guys, uh, either of you, heard that high pitch whine that I'm talking about? Even when the, the EV is is uh, parked, it's. They're, let's say, waiting to back out of the driveway, and I hear that whine. Have you heard it yourself?
2: It, go ahead. What did you say, Kevin?
3: Isn't that electrical noise whine?
2: Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's a, okay. a, okay. a wrap-up of the motor, um, I believe. So I, I don't... Well, uh, um, so that's what what made me ask the question. That if I'm hearing a whine,
4: something is turning, and yet if they're parked, what's
3: turning?
2: That's a good question. That's why, I, that's I don't have an answer electric, for you on that. No,
3: that electrical noise, though, will make a noise like that.
2: Yeah. Oh, you, you it. don't think it's a ge- the generator motor turning on it?
3: Well, it, it is, but it's the electrical
2: noise of it. Yeah, correct, correct. But his question is: there must there's something disengaging on that on those cars that do that. I, I've well, not, so, the, I have not heard that on on a Tesla though. What? Where do Which vehicle did you hear that on?
4: I'm really not sure gotcha. what it was. It was, a, but it was obviously an electric vehicle, and I've noticed that that whine with electric vehicles. It, when it, it,
2: it is play. possible they have a disengagement mechanism on whichever type of vehicle that was. Well,
3: for, depending uh, if it's, it's hybrid drive. or electric or whatever. But you know, sometimes I wonder too if they put noises in certain things so you know that it's doing certain things.
4: Oh, the, yeah, well, they, uh, that was an issue to begin with because uh, pedestrians and bike riders wouldn't hear them, but... Uh, it, uh,
2: Those things can sneak right up on you, that's well, for sure. Well,
3: that's why I wonder, like, because especially if you're walking or something, it is a low tone. It's something you hear, but it doesn't really, you know what I mean? It doesn't freak you out, but you hear it.
4: Yeah. Right, right. But, you know, what I've noticed is when they're moving, you hear the... the Air noise, just yes. like you would in an electric uh, in a uh, gasoline vehicle, so it's it's never been an issue to me anyway.
2: Correct. Yeah. Yeah. I get you. Yeah. No. I I I know what you're talking about about the noise, and and it sounds like a spun a generator motor noise. Um. But I, uh-huh. I I never investigated. Actually, never thought about it. Now now see what you did the next time. Now I'm gonna go I have to go take an electric car apart. Thanks. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well I appreciate your help and input. <laughs> no problem at all. No problem. i uh, but uh if I come up with an answer for you in, on that, uh, I will let you know for sure.
4: Oh or if you or if you just say it over the air, I'll hear it.
2: We'll do. We'll do okay. for sure. For sure. Okay. No no worries, Bruce. Hey, thanks for uh, your call and thanks for listening. Thank you. Take care, Bye. have a good weekend. Bye. So great uh but that's a good question. I know what he's talking about, but I don't have an answer for you right now. So
3: I mean, who knows? I mean, it, it depends. You know what? Every every one of those cars does something different.
2: Some of them, well, some of all the design different. Well, there could be well, and I'm sure there's some type of. Uh, I'm now. I'm going to look into this. Now he's got me thinking about it, but. Um, on all of them has some type of disengagement mechanism for the drive to the motor. There well, has to be. I know, but it does, uh, otherwise the car. It the depends you what it start is. Start it though. up and take off.
3: Yeah, but it depends who built it because some of them have you know an on and off clutch in the transmission.
2: Some of them. But those are hybrids. You're talking about y- exactly. Electric cars don't have a transmission. They don't need. Yeah,
3: but they don't really need to have an on and off in between. No, but, but let me ask motor. you a question.
2: Something's got to be turning when you start those cars for the AC to be working.
3: It, the, no, did the new electric ones? The ACs are actually electric motors.
2: Oh, okay. So they do well, all that. Well, maybe so that's the d- whine that you're hearing. Well, it's a that little do start turning noise. on earth. Well, it can
3: yeah. be. But, I mean, it's all electrical noise. I mean, it's... Because that's why the new... Uh, the ones with the solar panels in the roof, you can leave your dog in the car when you're in the grocery car and leave your air that's conditioner true. on. Okay, exactly.
2: Because it just... All it does is run the AC pump then. Yeah, it just runs off the batteries. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, well, that makes sense. So... Uh, the noise he's probably hearing are some accessories that start up when the car's turned on and it's not moving.
3: It could be. I know what wine he's talking about, though. It's that. Mm, but do you listen to what I'm saying? That's yeah. yeah.
2: But so you start the car. Accessory motors are running. Yeah. yeah. That's the noise. Well, here. you know,
3: all your PCMs are fired up. You got electrical motor fans running. And so, I mean, to yeah, me,
2: to create the noise he's talking about, it has to be something rotating.
3: You know what's weird is though cuz even that PC right there running I can hear that well, there's a fan in I it. I know that but that's kind of the noise you hear in the, mm-hmm. the them things when they're in reverse. It doesn't even have to be moving for the noise to be made. It's, I know if if that's the noise. I know
2: but you said that like the AC is its yeah. own motor and things like that on several of those. So that motor turning will make a noise and it that's probably what he's listening to. Yeah. It's not the it's not the the drive motor because if it was turning and there's no disengagement then it, it the car would take off.
3: I know that's why I said this noise, this particular noise that I think that he's talking about. I, I'm kind of wondering if some if, if they do that just so you know it's in reverse.
2: <laughs> yeah, I don't. But I, I it's don't. Just think a it's, different it's, sound. But it's not only reverse. Because right?
3: the weird thing is sometimes you put them cars in drive and may not make that noise. Yeah. So that's why I was wondering. Maybe the engineer just does that, just so that you know that it's in reverse. Because I'm telling you what, when you're in them electric cars and it's fully electric, you, you, I mean, honestly, if the radio or nothing's on, they're very quiet inside. Some of them can be very quiet, so you don't know well, if you're they're in very drive quiet or,
2: outside. Also, well,
3: that's what I'm saying. You, and the only thing, obviously, it's electric motor, so nothing,
2: it's running
3: exactly. So the only thing saving you from being in drive is that gear shifter. I mean, you know what I'm saying?
2: Yeah. Well, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna bet that the uh, noise is an accessory motor running so on, on whichever vehicle it's like and i don't know exactly yeah so deny might do it only if you have the ac on that motor starts you know you start the car that motor starts up so um that has to run it has to run the ac uh compressor something does so i know but now that you're thinking about that I, i'm starting to wonder how many times have I walked past
3: electric car did i even notice the ac <laughs> we
2: haven't worked on enough of them to, to ha- actually like and I didn't. Well, that's another thing. I'm thinking if the
3: dog's in the, you know, be careful with these new electric cars, because they can have the air conditioner running while nobody's in the car, so don't (laughs) run up and smash their window out. The dog might be in there more comfortable than
2: you, so. (laughs) Suggestion not to be smashing anybody's windows (laughs) out, unless somebody looks distressed. Anyway. All right. (laughs) Well,
3: that's what I was saying. The new electric cars, people aren't distressed in them. They might be more comfortable inside the car than you are
5: out there trying to thinking there something's wrong with them
2: that is true hey what's happening pop
5: good morning boys i'm sitting here in snowy ohio just listening to my two favorite radio hosts <laughs> and uh enjoying my morning coffee listening to you guys well, good well is it I, cold there I, I i had to call in this morning just to remind you all that uh, this is a month of birthdays. Yeah. uh Two weeks ago, on Tuesday, I had my birthday. Mm -hmm. Last Tuesday, you had your birthday. I did. And and next Tuesday, your your, uh, twin sisters, Deborah and Tamara, are going to have their birthday.
2: Yeah, everybody's getting older.
5: Yeah, we're just birthday partying like crazy back here in Ohio.
2: Yep. Well, I wasn't in Ohio for my birthday, but happy birthday to everybody, to you and and to them for sure. <laughs> <laughs> and to you. Well, there you go. It was a good birthday. Every time you pass that milestone, it's a good, and you're still upright. It's a good birthday.
5: Yep. But uh, here recently, uh, uh, a lot of my children have been kind of roaming around the country, and I am this weekend just happy that uh, everyone is home safe.
2: Well, it's a good place to be.
5: (laughs) Yes, yes. And so uh, I want to put my blessings on you guys today. Have a great program and uh, be careful out there and uh, get ready for that big game Sunday afternoon.
2: Oh, yay what game I, I, what's, what's going on <laughs> I, 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 sunday <laughs>
5: we're car people dude not, not <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. put your football in the trunk of the car you'll be just fine is the no. 24
5: hours of le, le mans
2: <laughs> yeah exactly
5: well I'm, I'm going to be sitting in my my fan uh, living room with my uh electric fireplace running and uh the big 65 inch screen uh displaying the uh Orange and black stripes.
2: Oh, that's right. <laughs> B- Bengals fans, you are, aren't you all? That's right. Well, I would hope so. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not really a football fan, so I'll probably get some strikes against me for that one, but it's true. It's all good, though. It, somebody's going to win. That's the prediction I got.
5: Exactly. Some,
2: someone will win. That's, that's for, for sure. sure. Yes. That's for sure. Well, enjoy yes. Enjoy without question, Pop. Yeah,
5: good. Okay,
2: love you guys. Love Have you too. Good talking to you. Talk to you soon. Bye. Okay. Bye. So, good point. All right, we're going to take our first break here 1 344 1170. That's 888 344 1170. Alan, hang tight. We'll be right with you here in a minute. Uh, you're listening to Auto Talk Radio on the Answer San, Diego, <laughs> Answer San Diego 1170 and 96.1 FM. We'll be right back after these messages. All right, good morning, folks, and welcome back to Auto Talk Radio. I'm your host, Brian Bowersock, in the house with me is my co host, Mr. Kevin Bowersock. We are talking all things automotive 1 888 344 1170. That's 888 344 1170. Do want to remind folks, Auto Talk Radio is brought to you by the West Automotive Group, which consists of West Escondido Automotive and Transmission up at 2200 Auto Parkway in Escondido, AAA and STAR approved for smog in the state of California for we're heading up towards 30 years here shortly. I've been doing this for a while now.
6: Long,
3: August, long August will be 30th
2: <laughs> mark, 30-year mark, August, this August. So 30 years, man. That's a long time. I should get me. I'm going to have to buy myself a gold watch or something. Don't you get a gold watch at 30 years you used to? Maybe, maybe not. You keep thinking about it. I thought it was
3: 25 years. <laughs>
2: <clears throat> I don't know. And uh, West El Cajon Automotive and Transmission uh, out at 844 North Johnson Avenue in El Cajon. AAA approved, smog certified uh, out there heading up towards nine years here shortly. And uh, West Kearney Mesa Automotive and Transmission 8027 Balboa Avenue right uh, right there in central San Diego. AAA approved uh, and smog certified. Taking care of folks uh, over there for almost five years now. Woo. Cruising alone. And West Miramar Automotive and Transmission, uh, 5726 Miramar Road in East Gate Mall, AAA approved and star certified, taking care of folks over there uh, for almost three years now. All of us at the West Automotive Group, me, myself, my employees, and everybody come together to bring you Auto Talk Radio for one simple reason. We all believe in the same philosophy, and that is we never put money ahead of people. We like helping people out. Stop in, have your vehicle service repair and find out what quality automotive service repair is all about. Uh, the West Automotive Group is also proud to offer six months no interest for your vehicle service and repair needs on approved credit. We have several arms to help you out. Great way to go. Uh, it's a perfect card, and you can reuse it each time and six months no interest, so good stuff. Uh, if you think you're having a transmission problem, make sure you hop online and uh, go to westautomotivegroup.com. Take advantage of our – make an appointment. Take advantage of our care transmission diagnosis along with our free shuttle rides to or from work or home. And uh, low-cost uh, rental vehicles from all four locations. You can go to West Automotive Group and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And we send out tweets and tips and cool stuff every week. Uh, that's westautomotivegroup.com. You can also see all about us and check out the automan segments through there. Take you to our YouTube channel where I'm the Automan Man for uh, Fox 5 and the CW Weekly. And uh, also you can uh, go to Auto Talk and we post our... Uh, Our podcast there after the show has aired live. So you can check that out. It's westautomotivegroup.com. You can also make appointments, see all about us, etc. It's westautomotivegroup.com. You can also email me anytime at autotalk at westautomotivegroup.com. So call us now, though, with any automotive-related questions, 1-888-344-1170. So let's, uh, let's grab Alan real quick. Good morning, Alan i
7: the, was fascinated by your uh, uh, conversation with that guy about the whining noise in yeah. the electric vehicle. Mm-hmm. And I had done, uh, I had worked on on a uh, prototype vehicle years ago, okay, uh, a maglev vehicle, but it it was kind of predecessor to the new electronic drives. And the, the whining noise you're hearing is the electronic control system for the motor. Okay. Um, and it's, there's nothing mechanical going on at that point. It just turns everything on, and then, uh, of course, it's not doing anything. Everything's stationary, but I'm pretty sure that's what it is, and if you come up with a different answer, I'd love to hear it.
2: it would that be like it's like a diode hum?
7: Not as much as just, just the electronic system itself.
2: Oh, wow. Okay. So um, it's, it's electronic static, basically, noise is what it is.
7: Yeah, I mean, the whole thing turns on, but nothing's happening. And I think it has to do with modulating the motor before you get it to move or do anything. Okay. Uh, So, anyway, yeah, if you come up with something, I'd love to hear what you find on it.
2: Well, you know, it's actually, um, when he mentioned that, I felt like I was like, huh, that's a great question. I've heard it. But I don't. I've never investigated it, so I don't really know. But uh, so yeah, I I am going to check into that. But that's a great. Uh, you're making a great point, and that's probably what it is.
7: Yeah, yeah and, and also a thing to keep in mind is that these are not conventional motors. Uh, I think they're operating at a higher frequency, mm-hmm. and then they they modulate that frequency. <laughs> it sounds a little complicated, but they're actually doing something with that whining noise to get the vehicle to move. It's kind of what it amounts to. When you okay. when you step on the accelerator and you're first like like a hybrid, I have a, a an five uh, Prius. Okay. And when you first step on the accelerator, um, it won't kick the the gas motor won't kick in until the electric motor gets the vehicle moving. It's kind of what it amounts to. So, and then the um, you know if you need more acceleration, then you kick it a little bit harder and the and the uh, gas motor kicks in and you got both of them driving the vehicle to accelerate. Gotcha, so, yeah. So they're, they're actually two different systems. The electric system is what's making the whining noise.
2: Okay, yeah, Make that makes a lot of sense. Yep, so very, very cool. Hey, I appreciate your input, Alan.
7: All right, good. Nice, to, uh, nice looking at you guys. It's interesting stuff.
2: Uh, thanks for listening, and uh, thanks for, like I said, uh, bringing that to the table. All right, thank you. Talk have, to you have, later. A, have a wonderful weekend. You too. Thank you, you too. No, bye-bye.
3: That's what he was talking about—the electrical noise because
2: the motors. Yeah, which are, well, obviously that I, but they, the they, hybrid in the uh, in, in 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 the electric car, although they have this, I mean, yeah, some the, of the same components, but the, not exactly. Yeah, but the same.
3: electric motor—they'll add voltage to the motor, not enough to make it move, but enough to put voltage on it. That way, when it does add voltage to it, there's no jerking feeling when uh, yeah, it goes to take I, off. That's a good point. It's yeah, well, called so, it
2: a charging, charging the motor. Yeah, so and it's... A, a, and not, like, charging batteries, like charging. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep, correct. There you go. There you go. So, a couple things. Why we're on uh, um, <clears throat> um, electric vehicles. Tesla's recalled 817,000 uh, vehicles. A... Uh, Tesla issued a recall for 817 thousand vehicles uh, in relation to the automaker said the seatbelt reminder chimes may not sound under certain circumstances there you go
3: Yo, one hey, of those sounds any it makes company that's pumping out
2: cars like that goes through this I mean you know I mean we watched what uh, no recalls are are, are the new thi- everything's so uh, technologically advanced that, exactly. that there's little stuff that comes up so um, the recall is most is is notable. Mostly for its size, it applies to all Model Three sedans and Model Y SUVs, along with certain model year uh, twenty twenty one to twenty two Model S sedans and Model X SUVs. They Tesla's already updated software to fix the problem. See, that's all a software issue on cars leaving the factory this month, and we'll soon uh, push out software. So, at programming somewhere dropped dropped an X or an O in there. Ha <laughs> ha! See what I did. <laughs> Dropped an X or an O, and therefore it's not, uh, doesn't come on when it's supposed to. The program doesn't tell it to. So, uh, so, and we'll soon push out a software update to fix it on cars already sold. The, I believe they can, Tesla, the way they do it, they they will, they, you don't even have to bring the car in for that because of the software thing and being a fully electric vehicle. I, th- I think they, they send it out, um, you know, Bluetooth, however you want to set, call it, you know, because those cars are um, all um, hooked to. Uh, yeah,
3: they're data they're frame.
2: Da- data frame, yeah, exactly. That's what I was looking for. Perfect word. Um, but yeah, so good, good. Uh, yeah, I- interesting, huh? Quick and easy.
3: Well, it makes you wonder where we're going to be at in another twenty years. Because I mean, I mean, think about this. I mean, and I haven't done it. I mean, and, and you know what? This, uh one of our social group people, the guy has a Tesla, and I asked I mean he has a higher end Tesla, so I asked him, I said, Can you call your car? And he said, I did it. he goes, you know, when you first get your car, you're Never. like, oh. he goes, and I called it. He goes, and we're standing at the front of the restaurant, dude, standing there, waiting. Oh, waiting. it moves very oh, slow. Oh, he goes, Yeah. He goes and then it might decide that you know, it, he goes, It is a computer dude, so it's gotta sense everything out, dude. So he's like, use that once or why then no, he goes, That ain't happened. <laughs>
2: That's, that's the, yeah well the only good thing i guess is if you could look out the window and it's raining and you like call your car and you stand there in the breezeway where you're not getting wet until the car pulls up and then hop in it and you know you don't have to run right out right and do whatever so I, I could see i could see the advantage to that possibly but yeah i saw a guy at the gym do it and i was like well you just walk to the car. I mean, exactly. know, like it's and it's very yeah. obviously you don't want a car. No people in it going, vroom, 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 no, 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 around. No. You know, so I understand why I'm very slow. slowly. But yeah. at the same
3: time, you're like, I just want to get in my car. <laughs>
2: Especially if you're at the gym, you're just like, I know you are you're just got, got done go exercising. Home. You can just walk out there, right? It's just a little bit more exercise. It's time to go home, get fine. a shower, clean clothes on. <laughs> it's, so, like, it's a very <laughs> interesting concept for sure. There's no question in my mind. But uh, uh, like I said, if it was pouring down rain, you want to stand in a breezeway. I mean, the pouring down, you, you want... No, 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 no. I think it's a cool feature.
3: I mean, uh, uh, and just like, you know what? Just like he said. He said, you know, when you get in your car, you got to play with all the, the features on it. So... He goes, but most of the features wear off, and you realize that this is just. He goes, if you would actually use that feature everywhere you went, he goes, I would
2: never get anywhere in life. <laughs> Probably, yeah. Well, that's you'd be waiting a lot. That's for sure. That's for sure. And on another note, dealing with uh, uh um, um, elect talking about ele- EVs, electrical vehicles. Um, so Nissan's going to stop developing de- developing ICEs. And for everybody, if you don't know what, when you hear them, they have acronyms for everything now when it comes to cars. That's an internal combustion engine car. In other words, gasoline or diesel motored cars. Uh, plans: Nissan plans to stop developing new internal combustion engines in all major markets except the U.S. to focus on EVs. All right. So, And, and from what I got out of this uh, report, they are going to... They'll continue to develop its gasoline engine for the U.S. market, mainly for pickup trucks, because for those. But uh, it's announced its plan to build new battery factories in the U.S. and Europe by the end of 2025. And N- N- Nissan is just the latest automotive maker to make an increasingly strong commitment to EVs at the expense of ICEs. So, which is an internal combustion engine? So, just another another uh, another thing uh, to do with. Uh, um, um. Hybrid, not hybrids, but uh, um, full electric vehicles. They're, right, they're coming on strong. So, you know, things still break on those. So, we'll still be around fixing fixing cars.
3: I, you know, I know, I, I know, we're they're pushing us in that direction. It's, the question is, is are we going to keep moving in that direction? Because you know, you know how the world.
2: You Sometimes know. it just stops and makes it an abrupt direction. Yeah, direction. that's my point. But so, I think we will because of how many things are. Uh, um. um Going in that direction. I mean, just environmentally and all that kind of stuff. So, for sure, for sure. All right, folks, give us a call here 1 888 344 1170. That's 888 344 1170. We're here to answer your automotive related questions, and we do appreciate them. 888 344 1170. You're listening to Auto Talk Radio on the Answer San Diego, 1170 a.m. at 96.1 FM. We'll be right back after these messages. Boy, we got a lively crew today. That's a good thing, man. Keep lighting up the board.
3: There was people out and about moving around this morning on the way here, so that's a good thing. That means there people was. are gonna be calling in.
2: And it was. It's. Gosh, the warm weather's been nice this week. You don't like it?
3: Well, it's hot when you're out there. It's
2: not that hot. <laughs> It's been like 80. That's like perfect. 75 to eighties. You know, light, very light breeze, 75 to 80. That's my perfect uh, nice spot. That's where I want it to be. That's where cars like it to be, too. Right, right. They're happy about it. Hey, I do want to remind you, Auto Talk Radio is brought to you by Interstate Batteries, a battery for every need. Interstate Batteries are the highest quality batteries out there. We do not stock nor sell anything else uh, when it comes to automotive-related batteries at the West Automotive Group. If uh, you need a battery for your vehicle, jump on group dot com and make an appointment. We'll get you in and put an Interstate in it. Um, they are so, also the an worldwide number one technician re- recommended battery for sure. So they are the highest quality. That's why we uh, partner up with Interstate. And uh, if you need a battery for any other need, they have two storefronts in San Diego. They have a battery for every single need, like their slogan goes. 93-45 uh, Cabot Drive in Miramar or in La Mesa at 70th and University. Interstate battery, a battery for every need. Good stuff, good stuff. So let's uh, grab Gary real quick in Alpine. Good morning, Gary. You got an AC question?
8: Yes, sir, I do. Uh, my youngest daughter has a 2004 Toyota Solera. Mm-hmm. And the unit quit working uh, as far as putting out cold air uh, some weeks ago. It, does that necessarily mean the unit is bad, or is it uh, could it be something else, or should we just come get it checked out?
2: Um, so questions we use that. Well, there's multiple things that could be. Let, let's just go there first. Um, uh, the unit couldn't could have a leak, low on freon. So I, as far as that goes, the compressor may be just fine. There may be a, a leak. Um, those systems are set up that have a pressure switch on them. If it drops below a certain amount of pressure, uh, static pressure, it won't even allow the system to come on. And the reason for that is it because the Freon in the system also is laden with oil that does all, all the lubricating of the compressor and all that. And if it drops low on Freon, they don't want the compressor operating. So the switch will prevent it from actually coming on. Um, Understood. So, so that's a possibility. Does it blow air out of the dash though, and everything? You, you still get yeah, air. It's exactly. just not cold. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. So something is preventing it from. It in, it say again.
8: Just bring it in, get it checked out. Would you yeah,
2: it? because it, you got to put gauges on it, and check it out, and see you know where the pressures are at, and go from there. But it, it is possible. It could be compressor related, or could be uh, several other things that uh, leak somewhere.
8: Okay, now based on all that and if the unit is bad, ballpark what are we looking
2: at? Oh, I have no idea. <laughs> <All right. laughs> they va- cuz it varies from vehicle so so much, you know, as far as cost does. Um and it just depends like it, it could be the clutch on the compressor itself and you just replace that, could be the whole compressor, you know, it, it's just hard to say.
8: I understand. Hey, based on your recommendation, I went and got me an interstate battery last week with my 2007 Mustang and Jeremy Floyd. Awesome. They're on the university.
2: Perfect. 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 That uh, battery will last you a long time.
8: Was that your father that called in?
2: It was. Yeah.
8: I enjoyed that. I just lost my dad a year ago. I miss him uh, immensely. And to hear you guys talking back and forth, that was uh, consoling
2: yeah, I mean, well, my condolences to you for uh, losing him. I know that uh, uh, not uh, that's that's a tough thing. That's a tough thing.
8: I had him 69 long years, so no regrets. He had a good long life. Good deal. But, hey, enjoy your program. Love your guys. And the, and the bantering back and forth, it's hilarious.
2: You it's got great. it, Gary. Thanks for listening. Okay. And uh, if we can help you out, let us know. Take care. I'll
8: bring that car in. Will do. You
2: Thanks. got it, my friend. Have a good weekend. Bye. All so, right. Thank you. Um, good question, though, AC-related. As far as that goes,
5: it's, you know, There's especially so with the new, well,
2: new systems is hard to tell, too, because
3: I even if there can be something else in this, I mean, especially power steering if a power steering system has a problem it can even tell the ac system to stop working because That's true it'll pull a strain on it when it's trying to make a right well, or left turn or
2: bit, even better yet another most cars these days if the motor thinks it's running a little warm it has a temp sensor and yes. i'm not talking about the gauge or whatever but it could it can tell the the ac to shut off also to take the load off the engine yes so there's all these different things that you know that can prevent the ac from operating could be something like that too so for sure All right, real quick, let's grab uh, Janet in San Diego. Good morning, Janet.
9: Good morning. Thanks for taking my call. No problem. I have a a 2015 Audi Q5 3.0 TDI. So it's diesel fuel. And lately, driving around San Diego, I stop at my regular gas stations, and they have a sticker up saying biodiesel fuel B20. Check your manual or with your manufacturer. So, yeah. I checked my manual. It said don't put anything more than five, which would be diesel two. Mm-hmm. And I called my service guys at the um, the the dealer the dealer, and mm-hmm. they've been too busy to talk to me, and, and they haven't got the answer, and so they're going to call me back. And anyway, I wanted to have you talk about what is the difference in. What would happen if I put the wrong one into my car? Because that's the only thing I could find at the time.
2: Gotcha. So you know what? And we're seeing a lot of this. So, and I have a lot of friends that that uh, um, tow like race cars and things like that. So they have diesel trucks, right? Um, mm-hmm. And and same difference. The, the uh, biodiesel is not their uh, favorite. It does can cause issues with your vehicle, especially if it's not. Designed for it, um, but it seems like we're seeing a lot more places with the uh, biodiesel than mm-hmm. than than not the diesel two, which is what you're looking for for your vehicle. Um, <clears throat> from what I understand, it, it causes issues with the pumps and and the injection system and that. As far as that, it really doesn't cause an issue too much with with the internal combustion of the engine. But the injection system and all that stuff it, it causes problems with it. It has a different makeup uh, in in other words in it uh, chemical wise than than the diesel2 um, so that is the answers that I've gotten. So if you were to run it a lot it it could cause breakdown of certain components in the injection system from what I understand. Does that make sense?
9: Okay. Well I, you know, I don't know anything about this no. but I'd heard something about water or something i was wondering if you got stuck in the middle of nowhere and the only option
2: was the the, the car 20. yeah the car will run on it it will run okay. so um and my suggestion would be in that case just like we say with you know uh if you're 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 low low on something you yeah i mean you something's better than nothing you got to, it won't drive if you have no fuel in it so therefore mm-hmm. yes if you got stuck somewhere um my suggestion at that point would be as soon as you get to a place that has uh, um diesel two then fill it up you know with diesel two okay. as much as you can, and then just go back to running that you'll run that stuff through it um I would not uh um run the biodegradable stuff uh the biodiesel, st- diesel that is uh any more than you A have to thing. yeah, exactly okay. that's my
9: suggestion now, california is not going to all b twenty i hope
2: no I, mean, I hope not. I hope not, because car manufacturers are going to have to do something if, if they do. I mean, there's people like you that still have vehicles that, that, you know, are five and six years old that it's not recommended for. So, yeah, yep. I understand okay. your concern for sure. Okay. All right. And there's
9: no additive you should put in. If you had to put that stuff in, there's nothing that you would put in to, like, help I, it out. Not or that anything.
2: I'm aware of. Do most, you, Kevin? M-
9: most
3: biofuels don't have a long shelf life is the problem with them, and they're very corrosive. So... Just like the fuel here, as long as you're putting in your tank and you're burning it really quickly, it's not so bad. I think most of the problems of it is just sitting. Yeah. But just to put a tank in it like that and go and then go back to the – I don't think there would be any much yeah. – yeah.
2: No, but I don't know of any additive to offset that, though, no. Okay. Okay. okay.
9: Yeah, because I had just driven to like four or five stations before I found a two – yeah. And now I know where the twos are because now I have to think about that. But if I was on a road trip, I wouldn't necessarily know. And Correct. so that, that's why I was a little good. Well, little the good worried. thing
2: on the freeways is because there's a lot of uh, 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 diesel stations because of uh, truckers, obviously, um, mm-hmm. that you should be able to find a diesel, too. Uh, okay. Not a problem. Okay.
9: Okay. Thanks a lot for answering my question.
2: No problem at all. Thanks for listening. And you have okay. a wonderful, safe weekend.
9: You, too. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye.
2: Were you going to add something Kevin.
3: You know, most states once you get out, once you get in out of state, I mean their fuels turn into real fuels again. I mean real fossil fuels. Oh, out fuels. of California, yeah. Once they they <laughs> yeah, they turn into real fossil fuels again. So that's the weird thing about old fossil fuels. And I will still never forget in in like in the mid 2000s had a Cadillac brought in, I mean old 50s Cadillac brought in from Vegas. Old fuel, that car would fire and run. Was a, you know, there's a little smoke and stuff, but it fired up and ran. If you left you Fuel on a car like that, like I, like my Pontiac at home, <laughs> I, I, I stopped fixing the carburetor because you know back it was back when I had kids mm-hmm. and stuff. I would put fuel in it, and then it would end up sitting for three months. And yeah. well, guess I go back and the, and the Holley carburetor's all plugged up I'm on like it again, gummed. Yeah, but old fuel didn't do that, and you well, could fire was, that car back.
2: <laughs> I was amazed a couple so, of years ago. I was up in uh, uh, I think I was Washington, Oregon, on a ride, and at the pump they had a hundred octane. Uh-huh. Uh and Without additives, Remember like,
3: Snoco? It, Snoco used to have that. They'd yeah, the but pump. they
2: have that still. This was just a couple of years ago. Yeah, yeah. They up there, they don't have that oh, okay. in nowhere in California. You have to go buy race fuel if you want that. Want that? So
3: I never seen Snoco. I don't. Snoco wasn't big on the West Coast, anyways. I think Snoco was pretty much the Midwest, East Coast. But you used to be able to pull up to Snoco and and
2: they had it right. Of course, well, course, I'm sure they had it here too. Back yeah. then You're talking in the 70s. I know. And it was and not. It was 80s. good fuel. Yeah. 70s. Yeah. For sure. Well, yeah, and it didn't have the issues that that fuel does now when it sits. Nope. So and they have the same problem with diesel uh, as far as that goes, you know. That's uh,
3: why two-strokes, especially two-stroke like motorcycles and stuff like that, they do much better in uh, storage because there's uh, uh, oil added to the fuel, keeps the fuel more stable as, in storage. I still run all my carburetors out of gas and stuff when I'm storing, you know, like off-road vehicles and stuff like that. But I've noticed the two stroke does a lot better with the real, you know, with the oils in it and
2: stuff. Correct. Yeah. And like I was saying, like with one of the things with biodiesel is more chemically active as a solvent than petroleum diesel. And that's, that's the thing that uh, I know
3: makes them corrosive. Corrosive
2: for the injection system and things like that. Fuel lines and it can be, it's more aggressive to some materials that are normally considered safe for diesel fuel. Um, but biodiesel is less toxic, obviously, when you burn it. But anyway, so.
3: Well, I mean, it's probably, when they say more environmental friendly, technically you could probably drink it versus the other stuff. I mean, you, you know what I mean? And, that, and, that's a, and, and that's a rule of it'll go back into the soils easier. So that's what they're trying to, and it probably doesn't in the atmosphere. But this is the weird thing is sometimes the fuels don't seem to burn as good, and it's like it takes twice as much of it. So is it really better because you're still burning this even even if it doesn't produce as much, but you're burning twice as much of it. So, you know what I mean?
2: Correct, correct. But so that that was the point that I was making though that you can some injection systems do not like biodiesel. So, but will the car run sure? You're in a pinch, you can put it in. But the the more often I could find diesel too, I would put that in if your car calls for it. So for sure. Because you can't cause wear. Hey, you
3: know what? I had an S ten, and I drove that S ten. I think I bought that S ten in two thousand three, somewhere. Yeah, I think two thousand three, and I drove that truck till just a couple years ago when I got T and That thing was an E eighty five truck. <laughs> I swear to you, I never got to a gas station with E eighty five. I never once put E eighty five in that truck.
2: Oh, you never did. Uh. Uh-uh. uh Well, that the- stuff, and you put E eighty five in a car that don't take it, yeah, you'll melt injectors it. down like crazy. But-
3: you know what? I tr- I just wanted to see what kind of fuel mileage. I-, I wanted to drive. I just wanted to, you know, I wanted to play with it a little bit. You know what? Every time I seen an a- E85 gas station, it was nowhere near where, I. you know what I mean? Because I'd be like maybe, I'd be maybe out with my wife in another car or something like that mm-hmm. and go, huh. But that's like way out of my way. Yeah. And I'm like. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs>
6: um,
2: Well, and I know that uh, some of the stuff that I've read previously, I should. So biodiesels can did, uh, uh De- on regular diesel vehicles are required to de- de- deteriorate emission components as far as like uh, the catalyst on the vehicle. And we'll just call them catalyst. If particulate fit- filter is really what it is, but can affect those things like that if the vehicle's not made for biodiesel. It's so,
3: reminding me of EV85 is what it's reminding me of. But it's over Bio time. Biofuel. Yeah,
2: yeah, it's over time that it does that. So if you ran it all the time. Yeah, yeah. If you were a pinch, you'd be fine. Fill it up. Next time, put diesel two in it. So should be fine. It will live. Yes. But you put E85 in a regular gasoline motor, it goes wrong fast.
3: Well, because the E85 is more. Oh, and don't put
2: diesel in a gas motor car either. We've had several of those towed in. If you have an old 70s truck. You know the other thing that really damages (laughs) a diesel car is death fluid um, put in the gas tank. That stuff is corrosive as all get out.
3: I don't know if it was a joke or so many but do they have death fluid things at the gas pumps now? Yes.
2: Okay. And for like diesel trucks. You
3: know. Okay. Because there was a lady taking a picture. Somebody took a picture of it and they were like, she's going to have a rough day. And it said the deaf fluid right there. She was pumping into it. I'm like, is somebody Photoshop or did they really put deaf fluid out at the pumps like no, that? No, no, no. So
2: yeah, yeah, they you you will see that at certain places. Oh, so
3: you got to keep your eyes on that. Then
2: it's blue. Okay, the handles are blue. The the cap for deaf fluid is blue.
3: I know, but people get in a hurry. They're not. You know what? They pull up to the pump, dude. They, I think
2: people get blind. I'm just telling you. Okay. <laughs> no, no, no. I know. We we've done mm. several diesel trucks that somebody accidentally put deaf fluid in 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 the tanks. So it's, they just don't run. Does it tear anything
3: up though or just why would run? you ask
2: me what people do? I don't know. No, no, no. I never accidentally put diesel I know, in my gas fi- car either. But
3: when we had to fix this problem, what what did we have to fix? I mean, did it did it tear up the gas tank? Did
2: depends it depends on to- if you start it or not. Oh, okay. If you start it in the jack, you gotta try to flush but but like uh the Mercedes diesels and that, uh uh-huh. they say you gotta replace everything. It's like fifteen thousand dollars to fix it if you accidentally do that. Oh, good God. Don't accidentally do that. Pay attention what you put in the tank. And as you know, I mean things that are are prevented from uh, happening. So uh, it'd be very hard these days to put diesel into a a gas car. But you could put gasoline into a diesel car because the nozzle will fit. The diesel nozzle is bigger and in most cars it won't allow it to go in. Right. 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 So if, into gas cars. So, but diesel, you could put. You could take a gas pump and pump gas into diesel. Yeah, yeah. Don't you remember that Volkswagen Rabbit I had that was diesel back in the day? That car was amazing. (laughs) My wife, when I was married, my son's mom loaned it to her friend who filled it up with gasoline, trying to be nice. Like, I went to the gas station and filled your car up. Well, how does a diesel run on gasoline?
6: Not very
3: well,
2: it, and it makes a lot of noise. Yes. It's just not like gasoline at all, so it's a terrible thing.
3: The little rabbit wouldn't go over forty mile an hour, but it would get one hundred and ten mile an hour. I mean, one hundred and ten miles per gallon on fuel. Oh,
2: it went faster than forty. I like know, sixty-five.
3: No, it actually did. But that was back when the little diesels didn't have any. Man, it was that thing ran though. Dude. But yeah, that's what I'm saying. It, it d- wasn't
2: even turbo diesel. It was no. just diesel.
3: That's what I was saying. It didn't go very fast, and it wasn't quick, but it got some severe fuel mileage.
2: Car. It was white with blue leather interior. I think she only had to put fuel on it like once a month, didn't she? <laughs> she didn't have to put it in my – that was probably the best car I gave her. before. And then I bought her a brand-new Ford Look, Explorer I'm, after that.
3: I even used to be a diesel tech a long, long time ago. But the thing is and, – and I truly believe in diesels when it comes to the right thing. But most people have diesels, and they
2: really don't need diesel. <laughs>
3: I'm, I am an advocate. Diesel is a hard-working motor you well, know what I mean? and, well, it has, and
2: repairs are more expensive that's my point it has heavy duty expensive. parts on it because yeah. it is a hard-working motor so is. It, although the tdi's and that like well, i know l- that's like the audi's that's different. different and they get great fuel mileage yes. and their performance is amazing but that's now. why you buy that
3: car for that fuel mileage on that on the smaller diesels that's why we're buying the car correct
2: correct but but I but you're talking about like big trucks, yeah, yeah, truck, yeah, yeah. like trucks and stuff like that. And dude, I don't. But I most of the people that have those because of the cost, i actually buy them because they use them. Like they have toy boxes, big ones. They tow to the desert, or they they, they work. You know, like tow a bobcat around. Well, you don't want to do of that with that a diesel. I don't have. It. No, no.
3: <laughs> I'm like, that's crazy.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, unless you, yeah, I mean, unless you tow and stuff, I I wouldn't want a big truck like that. That's diesel, but it is what it is. The parts and the
3: tires and everything everything costs money yeah
2: it's all more money so uh, one of those things one just call them grocery getters grocery getters (laughs) all right well today we're talking about alignments but uh the day is scooting right by here for the show we two minutes that's it that's all you're gonna that's all you're gonna give give me two minutes yeah what if we just stay on the air and don't listen to you hey let's lock ourselves in here (laughs) <laughs> but he's got a button in there that turns it off. Who's <laughs> in control now? Brendan's like, oh, you can control. all, you all can just stay in the room. I don't care. Brendan's like, the idiots are in there locked in. I got them turned off, anyways.
5: <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's not nice, Brendan. <laughs>
1: I never said I was nice. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. I'm running off of these coffees, and I'm very mean, and I'm sorry.
2: You're kind of angry today, but it's okay. It's okay. I saw your wedding photos on Instagram. You looked amazing, by the way. Oh, thank you so much. I think my wife looked really nice. She did. She did. She You uh, you definitely married up, and she married down. Well, I
3: was going to say, it's a, good thing you, <laughs> hey, Brendan, it's a good thing you have her on your arm,
2: dude. It
1: <laughs> makes, uh, makes me a very happy man. Well, I, I, well, like I
2: said, you definitely married up, my friend. No, you have a beautiful bride.
9: Thank you very much.
2: All right, folks. Hey, uh, now that we're done uh, picking on our uh, producer, we're going to move on. Um, he was... You're you're too easy, though, man. <laughs> Glad you're part of the show. We do appreciate everybody joining us here uh, uh, at Auto Talk Radio this morning. Had a great morning with you all, and, and you guys are what helped make the show. We do appreciate it. Hey, keep the rubber side down and the shiny side up uh, for sure. Anything you want to add, Kevin, for next week? I'm just
3: saying, you know what? Have a great week.
2: Yep. Have an amazing week, huh? Tires down, right? Yeah. Have a beautiful Rams, weekend. Right? And go Rams. Oh, you know? yeah. Well, that, see, we're from Ohio, so go somebody. <laughs> I don't know what to say. Anyway, <laughs> San Diego and everybody across the nation listening. You folks in the Midwest, stay warm here in San Diego. Get out a little bit. It's going to be 80 degrees this weekend. It'll be beautiful. Uh, But stay safe. Until next week, this has been Auto Talk Radio on The Answer, San Diego 1170 and 96.1 FM. We'll be back next Saturday. answers
1: to all your automotive questions, tune in every week at this same time for Auto Talk with Brian Bowersock. To learn more about Brian, become a guest or sponsor of the show. Or if you have additional questions, visit thewestautomotivegroup.com. That's thewestautomotivegroup.com. And click on Auto Talk Radio. Join us again next week for more Auto Talk.
0: This program is sponsored by West Automotive Group. Three star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's.